this has been such a fun little journey together into greater faith. Because here's the thing, this is what we've been talking about, it doesn't matter who you are, how long you've walked with God, whether you've been saved from the womb, whether you got saved last week, whether you're not saved yet, we all are in a position to where we could grow in our faith. Come on, somebody. We're all in a position to where we're growing into who God has called us um, to be. So we've been talking about what it actually looks like to live by faith and not just have faith as a belief system. We've been talking about how living by faith changes not only just our lives individually, but it changes our lives together as a church, because how many of y'all know we're reaching the lost together, right? We're raising up the next generation together. We're having small groups together. We're, we're a unified group um, that exists to win the lost. And, and so we're talking, about, we're talking about the difference between, because there is a difference between living with faith as a belief system and living by faith as a lifestyle, right? You guys, you guys remember this a little bit? Those of y'all that halfway listened to the last two weeks of sermons that I put together, you know, painstakingly put together. Are y'all with me today? Y'all good? Um, living with faith as a belief system, the only result in that is religion. That's why most of us have had a bad experience with church people or church. is because it's a group of people who live with faith as a belief system and not faith as a lifestyle. When you live with faith as a lifestyle, it changes the way you see your problems. It changes the way you see people. It changes the way you live your life. Come on, somebody, right? When you just live with faith as a belief system, that just means you take up space in a pew. You're no doubt going to heaven, but you're not really fun to be around until you get there. Come on, we all wish you'd just get there a little quicker, right? Like that's, that's the difference. And so that's what makes the difference for us individually in our everyday lives but also just individually for us as, as a church is that we're a church that lives by faith, with faith actively a part of what we're doing, not just a belief system where we sit in here and vote on the color of the carpet and vote on, vote on what to do with saved people who are already going to heaven rather than living by faith with the focus to reach the people who aren't going to heaven yet. Are you all with me this morning? So we're talking about what it looks like, the difference between living by faith and living with faith as a belief system, there is a definable, there's a definable difference. One is religion, which is not very fun to be a part of. The other is an adventure. Come on, somebody. One is a stagnant life, sitting in a pew, checking a box. The other is watching God do amazing things, not only in your life, but through your life. One is is where we become stagnant and judgmental. The other is an act of life, living out the Great Commission, taking personal responsibility for the lost people inside of your life. The reason that we're on this journey, we're ending out this journey, we've been on this journey to greater faith, is because us just individually, but also just us as a church, we're kind of moving from where we are to where God is taking us. Amen. Like, it's been nuts. <laughs> like, it's just been a little too much to handle on our own. And in order for us to go where God is, is taking us, like, our faith must grow. We're at such a pivotal point as a group of people because this is the moment, listen to me, this is the moment where we can turn to be this insider thinking 
group that only cares about itself or continue to be the group that is focused on the people who aren't saved yet. Come on, somebody. And in order for us to get to where God has taken us together, individually in our own lives, but also together, we've got to grow in our faith. Really, you you don't really have a, a... a, a, a financial problem, a, a relational problem, a money problem, a, a, a spiritual growth problem. You really just have a faith problem because faith changes things inside of our life. Amen, everybody? Amen. And in order for us to get to where... I, I, I just see a group of people who are just passionately pursuing a life of greater faith. As a matter of fact, in 2 Corinthians, this has kind of been our key scripture over the last couple of weeks. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 15, Paul says this to the Corinthian church because I'm going to tell you this, what we love about this place and the stories we get to tell and the life that we get to live and the people we get to lead to faith and the, the students that we get to raise up and the next generation that we get to raise up, that's all, that's all great. But, but, but if we're not careful, it, it'll just be the consuming... Come on, are y'all with me? Paul says... This about our own personal life, but also just, just us as a church. He says, we do not boast beyond the limit of the labors of others, but our hope is that your faith increases. Why? Why, why does your faith need to increase? Why do you need to grow? Because there are people that are in your life. There are people that are in your family. There are people at your job. There are people that, that we haven't reached together yet. And in order for us to reach them, in order for you to reach them at your job, in order for you to reach them at your family, your faith must grow. Why? So our area of influence among you may be greatly enlarged. So that we may what? Preach the gospel in lands beyond you. That's the difference between living with faith as a lifestyle and living with faith as a belief system. When I live with faith as a belief system, I'm just worried about my belief system and I'm saved. Now I'm going to heaven. When we live with faith as a lifestyle, I say, oh, now I'm saved. I've got to take this good news to all the people at my job, all the people in my family, all the people in my life. Are you all with me this morning? This is the plan of the kingdom. The plan of the kingdom isn't to all gather together and believe the same. The plan of the kingdom is to get equipped here and to go out into the world. Come on, somebody. That's what Paul was talking about. That's the life of faith that he's called us to live. Not a perfect one. Not one where we never make mistakes. Not one where we never get it wrong. But one that is fueled with the passion to see the lost come to know Jesus. The great faith journey that God wants to take you on in your life. I don't know where you are in that journey today. But the great journey that God wants to take you on does not culminate at salvation Salvation is the starting blocks for that great journey. Listen to me this morning. There is a greater impact that God has called you to make on that, like through your life. You got to believe that. There's a greater reach that He has for all of us together as a family here. There's still people that you know who need to hear the gospel. There are still people who are broken. There are still people who are hurting. And He's called us to walk together. And because of that reality, that there are still people in your life that are not going to heaven. Come on, somebody. Y'all want to get fired up with me this morning? Because there is a, that reality, we must grow in our faith. Because there are still people who are hurting, so I must grow in my faith. There are still people God's called you to reach at that school that you teach at, so you must grow in your faith. There's still mountains that he had. Come on, somebody. So you must grow in your faith. That's what we've been talking about over these last few 
week. So, 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 so let me tee up here what I want to close out today with in this journey into greater faith. Um, I, I feel like we almost should have started with this, but we're going to end with it, okay? So we're going to get it either way. Are y'all with me this morning? Yeah. I, I think one of the biggest challenges to living by faith, the life that we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks, the biggest challenge of living a life by faith rather than just faith with a belief system is, is one of the biggest challenges we have that keeps us from living the life of faith is that, that we get so blinded by what we see today that we can't even have faith for the future. Amen. That we get so blinded by what's happening in our life now that we can't even see the hope for, for the things that God wants to do in, inside of our lives. The set of circumstances I have now, the challenges that I have today in my life today. Y'all got challenges in your life today? Because I, I got a few challenges. I mean, I don't just like pray all week. <laughs> like, I got like four kids and I'm just trying to stay safe by Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? All right, can I get an amen? Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? The set of circumstances I'm in now, the challenges that I'm trying to overcome now, the, the work deadline that I have to meet now, the, the depression that I have now, the, the anxiety that I carry now, the doubt that I carry now, the, the marriage that I have now, the, the insecurities I have now. Come on somebody. It blinds us from living the life of faith. We get, we get so focused on what's happening now, we can't even see in the future. That's the biggest deterrent, I think, to, to living the life I'm talking about, living a life by faith, is that I get so consumed with now that I can't focus on the future. Are y'all with me this morning? It's not only one of the biggest challenges to living a life by faith, but there's also an enemy that we deal with. Like we have to acknowledge that, right? Like there is a, an enemy, there is an adversary to the believer, there is the devil. And I'm not talking about like the devil made me do it. I'm talking about that he would love for everything that you focus on to be everything that's going on in your life today so that you could not see the life that God has planned for you in the future by faith. That, that, that's my problem. Is I become so focused on now because here's the thing, now screams loud. Like what I'm going through today is loud. The problems I have in my family today are loud. Me trying to just raise teenagers is loud. Come on, are y'all with me? Yeah. Like trying to have a good marriage is loud. It's one of the biggest deterrents that we have of living a life by faith is we focus on, on now. It's not only in our nature to focus on now. I mean, like that's kind of how we're made. We're like... We hunt it, we kill it, we eat it. Like, it's survival. All the way back, thousands of years. That's, that's what we, and so we get so focused on surviving that we can't live a life by faith. We can't rise above the current circumstances and have hope for the future. Are you all with me this morning? It's not only just in our nature, it's an incredibly successful strategy of the enemy to keep you focused on what you've got going on today so you can't see tomorrow. And when he can do that, he can immobilize you 
and keep you from living the life that God called you to live. If He can just get you focused on the, the crap at your job today and every day, He can keep you from seeing the co-workers that He sent into your life to actually lead to Jesus. If He can just get you focused on how your marriage is not great today, He, he can ultimately divide you over time and you can't see the future that God has for you. Come on, are you with me? This is not, not only in our nature, but this is the number one strategy of the enemy that we, we focus on today. And when you focus on today, you cannot have faith for the future. The noise of now is deafening. Come on. Being blinded by the now is so overwhelming. I'm just speaking for me. It's so overwhelming. Being blinded by the now is just where most of us live and it's so stressful. Can I tell you this? Man, I know you're going through it today. I know you've got challenges. I know you've got insecurities. I know you've got problems in your life. I know because you're human and I do too. And God didn't promise us a problem-free existence. He promised us the presence-filled existence. So I'm pretty sure you're going through something today. And being focused on the now, man, it can just drain the joy that you could have in the season that you're in today. Being focused on the now drains all the joy, all the peace, all the hope, all the energy that you have in your life today. Are you all with me? The number one, the number one deterrent to living this life we're talking about is becoming consumed with the now. Can I just tell you this? Like, I see you, and God sees you right in the middle of what you're walking through. Can I tell you this? That it ain't always going to be this way. That's why God gave us the superpower of faith. Come on, somebody. The Bible gave us the ability to see things differently. The Bible gave us the ability, right? God gives us the ability through the power of the Holy Spirit to see our circumstances in a different way. He gave us the superpower called faith. That's what we were talking about the last three weeks because faith has the ability to look past the now into the future that God is creating. Come on, faith has the ability to not look at the marriage we have today, but the marriage we'll have in 50 years. Come on now, faith gives us the ability to look at our children today, not for what they are, but for what they will become. Faith, faith helps us see the future in a completely different way. It's good, isn't it? Y'all like that? That make you feel good? I'm not done yet. Faith has the ability to move us from being blinded by the now to see how God is leveraging the now for a better future for us, no matter what it is. That's what faith does. That's what faith does. Faith is this. Here's what faith is. You want to know what faith is? Faith is me aligning with what God sees, not just what, with what I see. Faith is me coming into agreement with what God says, no matter what she says or he says or they said. Come on, somebody. Faith is me aligning with the one who has all the knowledge, the one who has all the power, the one who can 
can heal blind eyes, the one who can raise the dead, the one who can part seas, the one who can speak galaxies into existence. Come on, somebody. The one who can, the one who can do the impossible. That's what faith is. It's just me aligning with his viewpoint and not my own viewpoint. It's me moving beyond what I'm stuck in today. Come on, it's different levels. Come on, how many of y'all are ready to go to the next level? Come on. How many of y'all are ready to get someplace else other than just here where you're at? What is faith, right? So we've been talking about faith, faith, faith. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. This was your homework to go read Hebrews chapter 11. You know, it'll take you all the 10 minutes. But this is faith. What does it mean to live by faith? What does it mean to have faith, Pastor Mark? Faith is, faith is the assurance. Is the sun going to rise? Is the sun going to set today? Is it going to set today? Is it going to rise in the morning? Is it going to? It's going to be hot tomorrow. It's the assurance. I, I don't see that. I, I don't know that that's... I mean, like, really? But I, I, I am assure, I, I'm sure that the sun is going to rise. Come on, somebody. I'm sure that there's going to be another day. I, I'm sure... Come on, this is the assurance. That's what faith is. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. It's the conviction of things not seen. That's, that's what faith is. I am sure that God is there and God is good. I'm sure that His plans for me are good. I'm sure that neither, neither height nor depth nor angels nor devil, nothing can separate me from His love. Come on, somebody. This is faith. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. That's precisely why we've been discovering in Hebrews chapter 11 that our lives are not the sum total of all we can see today. That our lives are not the sum total of everything that we've done. That our lives are not the sum total of everything that has happened to us. That the, 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 the story of our lives isn't just what we've done, what has happened to us. The story of our lives is what God is shaping them into by faith. That by faith, come on, I know y'all need to hear this. I need to hear this. That by faith, I have the ability to see past the now. That I have the ability to see past the now. That by faith, I have the ability to not be blinded by the now. That by faith we have the power. Listen to me. I'm about to challenge you a little bit. That by faith. Are y'all ready? I'm about to drop it. I'm going to preach like heaven is real and hell is hot. Are y'all ready? That by faith we can change the future. That by faith we can change the future. I may be addicted today, but faith says I'm free. I may have depression today, but faith says the giants I see today I will see no more. I may be walking through a divorce today, 
but they'll they're but faith says I'm going to have the pieces of my life put by, back together by the Father who loves me, and He's going to find the one. Come on, somebody, for me. I may have cancer today. I may be battling with this today. I may have this insecurity today. But faith says that I don't have to. Come on, are y'all with me? That the future will be different. That's what faith is. Faith is aligning with what God says. Faith is aligning with what God sees. Faith is moving through your life, moving through your day, different than everybody else who's focused on just today, just on now. I may be deep in shame and guilt today, but by faith I am a child of my Heavenly Father and I'm always wanted. Come on, somebody. And as I fix my heart, as I fix my spiritual eyes on that assurance, on the things hoped for, come on, y'all got things you're hoping for? On the things not seen with my natural eyes, I have the power by faith to change my future. It's good, isn't it? Y'all feel good? Y'all ready? Because that was just the introduction. Here's what I wanted to talk to you about today. Faith changes the future. I was going to talk to you. We, we did faith changes the way I see. Faith changes the way I live. And I was going to talk to you about faith changes the way I give today. Just talking about a life of generosity. But Wednesday, the Lord just said, that ain't it. <laughs> We're going to talk about how faith changes the future. How many of y'all are ready? So in this journey of faith, we've looked at some generals in the faith. In Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11 is known as the Hall of Faith. How many of y'all have ever heard of Abraham? Anybody ever heard of Abraham? Abraham? How many of y'all ever heard of Noah? Anybody ever heard of Noah? Moses? Charlton Heston? Y'all remember? Let my people go? Y'all remember Moses? We get the window into some of these, these lives of the generals of faith inside of Hebrews chapter 11, and we get to see some incredible things that they've done and that they've accomplished by faith. Think about it this way. By faith, Noah built an ark. When there was no rain, when there was no like outward circumstance of why he should build the ark, he just had a word from the Lord, and by faith, he built the ark. And what happened? He was able to save him, his family, all the animals. And, you know, y'all remember? God was control all the lead. Well, by faith, for about 100 years, he built that ark. It's pretty crazy. By faith, Abraham left everything he, he knew to be the father of many nations. By faith, Moses marched into the inner courts of Pharaoh and said, two million people inside of your workforce are now free to go. You just need to let them go. By faith, they accomplished some incredible things. Each one of them literally by faith changed the future. Would we agree? Think about this. Their yes altered the course of their future, but not only the course of their future, their yes altered the course 
of millions and millions and millions and millions of people to come. Faith changes the future. Let me tell you this. Look at me. Everybody look at me. I love you so much. Even though I don't know you. Some of you I don't. I'm just kidding. Um, but listen, look at me. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. It may not be an ark. And it may not be a nation of people. And it may not be two million people getting led out of captivity. But the same faith that Noah and Moses and Abraham had, the same impact that they had, the same eternal ripple that they made in, in humanity, you have the access to the same faith and the same God that they have. You have the access to the same calling and the same anointing and the same power, come on somebody, that they have. You have the same opportunity to say the same yes that they said when God called them. Come on somebody, are y'all with me? This was week two, remember? You have the ability to say yes to the same calling to make the same impact on your life. It may not be an ark. It may not be a nation. It might not be the deliverance of an entire people group. But, but I promise you this, God has a calling and a plan for your life. But it's going to take you to live by faith and not just with faith. I want you to know today that when you choose to live by faith, that you literally have the ability to change the future. Okay, get your notes out. Here we go. Is that clear? Y'all excited? Yes. I need to get a good amen out of you. Okay, waiting for the waiting for the good stuff. All right, number one, faith changes the future for me. Faith changes the future for me. Faith changes the future for me. Say that with me. Faith changes the future for me. Listen to me. When you say yes to living with faith as a lifestyle and not just a belief system, you begin to interact with the one. Come on. You begin to interact with the one who holds the power to alter the future in his hands. When you live by faith, you begin to interact with the one who holds the power to change the future in his hands. When you, when you live by faith, you begin to interact with the God who has all power to change the future, come on somebody, in his hands. Faith changes the future for me. The power to transform what your life would have been apart from him. Apart from His power, apart from His grace, apart from His love, into a life of purpose. Come on, somebody. Into a life of fulfillment. Into a life of peace. Into a life of, of like, you got something to do with your life. Come on, somebody. Into a life that is not void of joy. Into a life that actually is going to leave an impact and a lasting thing on the earth ten minutes after you're dead. Come on, somebody. You have the power through faith to change the future of your life. A life you never would have experienced without walking with Him. Without saying yes to Him. Come on now. 
Living by faith is coming to agreement with what He says, with what He sees. Faith changes my future because now I have a life that I never would have had apart from Him. Think about that. I want you all to just stop for a minute. Just humor me. And I want you to think about it for five seconds what your life would have been like without Him. Y'all ready to move on now? Think about it. When you get saved, right? When you get saved, maybe you're not saved yet. But you hang around us long enough and you will be. Here's what Paul said in Galatians. In Galatians chapter 2. This is, what, this, is the, this is the future changing in your life right here. Because you have the choice to either choose them or not. By faith, you can change your future. Are you with me? This is powerful. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live in the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. It's a complete... You tell me faith don't have the power to change your future. To take you from death to life. To take you from shame and guilt to the grace of God. To take you from anxiety and depression into peace and fulfillment. Come on somebody. You tell me faith don't have the power to change your future? You're crazy. Faith changes the future for me. I now get to live by faith in what Jesus has accomplished for me on the cross. I get a new life because of my faith. Faith changes my future. The death that Jesus died, I now get to be experienced. I, I, I get to be a representation of that. The resurrection that He made, I now get to interact with that and spend eternity in heaven. Come on, somebody. By what? By faith. Jesus' power to do the impossible? Hey, I now have. Did you know that? That you have the power to do the impossible? Because faith changes, faith changes your future. Because, because here's the thing. Faith changes my future because now I, I no longer live, but He lives in me. And the life I live in the flesh, I now live through Him and what He did for me. That means my future is, is freedom and not bondage. Come on, somebody. That's what it means. It means that what I struggle with today, I won't have to struggle with forever. That's right. Because my future is changed through my faith. So that means my, faith, my, my future is one of freedom. Come on, did y'all know that the Bible says that he who the Son sets free is free indeed? What does that mean? Forever. Full stop. That means now, because faith changes my future, that means that the anxiety, the worry, the depression, the addiction, the problems I have today, I, I, like I don't have to be chained by them for forever. That my future is freedom. Come on, somebody. I may not be where I want to be, but I'm sure not where I used to be. Why? Because I live by faith and I'm going to change. My future is different. My future is, is one of freedom. Come on, are y'all excited? My future is freedom. Drives me crazy. One of the things I hate about y'all <laughs> is when you're like, story of my life. I'm like, well, just quit telling that stupid story. Yeah. Like, just tell a different one. Tell the one of faith. Yeah. Like, you may not see it today, but it's coming. 
that it may not be happening right now, but it's on the way. That you may be sick today, but you're going to be walking in healing. That you may have messed up today, but you're going to get it right. Come on, somebody. This is faith changing your future. My future's powerful. Future's powerful. Your future's powerful. Your future's powerful. It is. That's right. My future's powerful. Because it's not by might, nor by spirit, right? Or not, not, not by power, nor by might, but by the spirit, says the Lord, right? Come on, stay with me. Stay with me, Bryce. Give me the next one. My future is powerful. Faith says my future is powerful. Faith says my, my future is capable of impact on those around me. Faith says I have the same power that it took to raise Christ from the dead living on the inside of me. Faith says that the same Holy Spirit that gave Jesus the power and the knowledge and the steadfastness and the peace now lives on the inside of me. Come on, somebody. Faith says my role in the story isn't one of a victim, but of the champion who conquered the world. Come on, somebody. When I live by faith, it's not only by my might. It's not only by my knowledge. It's not only by my money. It's not only by my skill. But it is by the Spirit of the living God that is on the inside of me. Come on, somebody. Faith changes my future. Faith changes the future of my life. Here's the second thing. Faith changes the future for us. Now we're ending out this, this journey of greater faith together. And I just wanted to take a minute just to pastor you for a minute. Like, This is one of the most powerful things about each of us together. Choosing to live a life of faith. As a church, when we choose to live together by faith, we can believe that what we've accomplished together already in the almost two years is only the beginning. Who's with me? As a church, when we choose to live together by faith, we can believe that what we've accomplished together is only the beginning, that the best days for each one of us together as a church are still in our future. That the greatest stories that God has told in and through this place haven't happened yet. Do you want to know the difference? Come on, somebody. The difference between a church that lives with faith and a church that lives by faith. Mm-hmm. A church that, that operates with faith as a belief system just sits around and makes decisions about what the saved people are already doing rather than, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. rather than going out and actually like caring about the people who aren't going to heaven yet. Like, that's the choices we got to make together. Like, for real. We're either going to be people who are together, focused on, intent on, living by faith rather than faith with the belief system. Here's two futures. Here's two futures we could have today. Because we're here. We're, I mean, this is what it looks like most Sundays. This is great. We just turn around and look toward the back. It's just, this is it, you know? Three services a Sunday. We ain't even, <laughs> this is summer still. <laughs> Freaking, this is summer. Two futures. It's up to us to choose which church we want to be. 
Number one, we can live with faith as a belief system and become us-focused. Me-focused. We could fall more in love with the traditions and religion than actual Jesus himself and the, and the loss that he brings to us. And the people he gave us to save them. Living with faith as a church, we can be full of people who are here for what we can get out of this place rather than what we can give to it. Or we could take, we could take road B. How many of y'all want to take road B? We can be ready to use by ready to be used by God to win the lost. Ready to be used by God to raise up the next generation. Ready to be used by God. To, to, to lead that small group and bring those people from, from darkness into light and from, from, from brokenness into healing. Come on, this is it. This is just pretty simple. Doing whatever it takes to see God's people experience the freedom that Jesus died to give them, we could, we could make that choice. We could put our time, our resources, our energy together to serve and to love and to free His people. God called us to be a church that lives. Do you want to know why you like this? Why you came? Why it's, we can't like keep people out? We don't have a live stream. We don't have none of that. You know why? It's because we're a church that lives by faith and not with faith as a belief system. There you go. That's the reason you love it. We're not takers, we're givers. <laughs> right? I mean, that's why you're serving kids every week. It's by faith. Come on, somebody. Faith changes my future. Faith changes our future. Two, 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 two streets we can take together. With or by. We can become what we hate. Or we can continue to be who God's called us to be. Here's the last thing. Come on, I love you all. Y'all are cool. Feels good. Vision's hard to give. But when you give it and you get a response, it's great. <laughs> Faith changes my future. Faith changes our future together. And the last thing is faith changes the future for them. Faith changes the future for them. As I live by faith, it changes the future for them. Man, this journey, we're just going to kind of tie it up. This journey over the last three weeks has been so inspiring. It's been so cool. 20 people last week joined the church. Come on, somebody. 20 people. It's been so cool watching you respond. Watching as so many of you have grown in your faith individually. Stepping up. Doing thing here. Doing thing there. It's been so amazing to see what God, what God has done. That just in the last few weeks, like to see this, to see us, it's been, it's to go, you have you, babe, like to go from here to here. And to get ready for all that God is going to do for us and through us in the fall. Did y'all know that faith changes their future by you choosing to grow in your faith? Are you with me this morning? Why don't you watch this with me? I am Luke. I'm Matthew. And I'm Ryan. And this is a story of how faith changed their future. So I was running the other day, and I uh, ran across a guy, got to talk to him a little bit. Um, I actually talked to him for about an hour. I got to really know him, like genuinely. Uh, I took his number down, uh, and I invited him to small group. Uh, so lo and behold, he shows up. Uh, we got to talk to him a little bit. He shared a little bit about his story uh, while we were there, and come to find out, uh, he's agnostic. Uh, and so 
we uh, got to minister, got to uh, share our testimony with him, and really we started preaching the gospel. Yeah, so uh, this is the first time I've been there in a couple weeks, and uh, just to really introduce ourselves, we always share our testimony of what God's done for us in the last couple of years. And in doing so, I saw it really stirring in him. You know, this, this guy's agnostic, doesn't know what he's what he believed in, really, and saw what God was doing in all of our lives. And in, in this moment, there's another guy that's really struggling with this, you know, this, this story. And one of the guys in our group just put his head down and started praying to God, just touching him in that moment. And in the moment, this guy feels touch on his shoulder. And he thinks that it's the guy praying for him. He says, I love you, Lord. And he looks at him and he's sitting there praying with his head down. Yes. Pretty awesome. awesome. You know, what was even more awesome than that was he was sitting right back there first service. And I got to talk with him and he just said, I never knew about this kind of God. I never knew about these kind of people. I never knew that life could be like this. A life of faith. Faith not only changes our future, but it changes theirs. Listen, 185 people have gotten saved since we started almost two years ago. Today we're going to baptize some more people. We've baptized 140-something, or I don't know, I lost count of baptisms. Why? Because we've chosen to live by faith and not with it. Guys, the choices that we've made together up until now, are the same choices we have to make moving forward, or we will become what we hate. This story today, just a story, one in the last 24 months of God doing what He's done here. Come on, we are a part of a verifiable move of God on the earth. Come on, two roads, with or by. Amen? Amen. Bow your heads with me.